Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? It's your boy Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I am live. In effect, for Compton Politics, Mondays, and I have a wonderful guest coming on tonight. I think they're here already. Let me see. I'm trying to get all my media up. Let me see how this is going to go. All right. Let me see what some of my guests. Who's this guest? Hold on a moment. Can I ask who's on this line just to get who's on the line? Hello. Okay. Is this the guest? Yes, this is Minda Lucas. Okay. All right. Unmuted. Well, since you're on the line, we can talk a a little bit uh, before the guests come on, if you don't mind. Uh, you talk about finance here tonight. We are talking about hygiene packages, uh, giving them out to use. Do you have anything from what your knowledge is that you can tell the use right now today? I believe if I think I heard you correctly, did you say finance or something else? I wanted to be clear. Um, you can speak about whatever, but the subject tonight is about hygiene. The lady oh, hygiene? Yeah, hygiene. Like a hygiene package. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they have a hygiene package that they've been given well, on a national level. Mm-hmm. And that nobody's in yet. I don't want to waste anyone's time on the show. And I was just asking, do you have anything that you can tell the youth out there logistically? Any type of information you think they can use? Well, I think, especially for young ladies, um, speaking from, of course, being a foster parent, however, of young men, um, it kind of goes against the grain. But, however, I think that when young ladies actually have the privy of going with their uh, mom and or dad, definitely to the mall, it never hurts um, to go to the counters and ask um, the sales reps for um, samples of perfume. That's one way of being introduced to the new fragrances out there. Now, some of them will give you free samples and some won't. But uh, for the majority, um, they will. And that goes for young men and women. Um, I've seen this weekend where a young lady had her son um, I was getting um, manicure and pedicure, and I thought it was admirable that she had her son. He could have been more than maybe seven, eight years old, and he was getting a pedicure. And she says, well, I always bring him in. So I think that's something, too, that we as young mothers, I'm not a young mother, but as young mothers can start introducing um, their sons, too, because it's not just a female um type of uh, thing, but it's also for males because, of course, you want to teach your young man how to, of course, have his nails um, clean, how to have his feet, of course, uh, clean as well, his toes and all of that. And I think when you start at a young age, it grooms them to be 
um, into the manhood or young man that they should be. And it has nothing to do with being feminine or not. It just has to do, again, with being um, prepared um, and just keeping yourself keeping yourself up. So hopefully, um, I think with hygiene also, you're speaking of youth only, but, you know, it's something that is definitely needed. I always hear socks. I always tell young men, though, as I told my kids, the one number one thing is keep your feet clean because those are the two things that carry you. So definitely keep your feet clean the best you can. Yes, um, I'm going to elaborate on that. Uh, actually, this weekend I was getting my my uh, my feet and my nails done. And actually the story that the lady was telling was was very powerful because the mother was so happy to see a grown man to show her son that it was okay. That's what the action the lady said to me, like, you know, had to let him look like, look, look at that grown man over there getting his nails and toes done. You know what I'm saying? And he just and it just mm-hmm. made him like mm-hmm. very educational for this young man. He felt more comfortable because the stigma mm-hmm. um, Oh, man, you know, I believe in mm-hmm. uh, um, my hands are clean. I do hard work and my hands look raggedy. So I need to go in my feet. And I'm older, so I have some uh, not bad issues with my feet, but you need your dang toes done. I can't. Can you imagine me not getting my toes done in the last mm-hmm. 10 years? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Regardless if I did it or not. So that you know, I would just elaborate on what you were saying that uh that was true that the parent the mother was so happy to see me get my I had the hot wax on my feet, I had the hot wax on my hand. Mm-hmm. You know, they scraped mm-hmm. all the extra extra uh skin off my toes and off my foot and scraped it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, we <laughs> As men need these type of things, so don't no woman want to be in a yeah. bed with you and you cutting <laughs> her feet up. You know what I'm saying? You cutting <laughs> up her legs. That really happens. You know, the bottom of your right. feet is so hard that y'all not touching legs together. <laughs> so just keep it real. Keeping the one thousand. This is Compton Politics. Thank you for the input. Uh, I put you on mute because the guest is actually in. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, hello. Hello. Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear. Okay, okay. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you doing tonight? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Sorry that I'm tardy being on the show tonight, but I had to make some stops. And what I like about okay. it, I can when I want. That's what's so great about it. No, but <laughs> back to you. Are you coming back again for the second week? Yeah, thank you for the invite. And I was really interested. Um, I enjoyed the conversation that you just had with the caller before. And, and, you know, she is right about, you know, different aspects of hygiene and why it's important to, you know, not only introduce it to to our, our kids at a young age, but to get them, you know, familiar and comfortable with the subject of, you know, pampering yourself and hygiene so that as they become adults, you know, it's not... Uh, uh, it doesn't become an issue because hygiene is is, is really important. Yes, it is. It, it really is. It really is important. Like I said, at that moment, I did not even realize that two young men was going to come in. You know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm heterosexual, so it's like just for that that. At that moment, these two young men, I'm not even run. I'm not even seeing that the mother have to explain to her son, look at that grown man over there. And, he, and that's why when I start seeing him getting his 
feet and nails done. It was laughing because I guess it was tickling him. And I was like, wow, you know, they're having a lot of fun. Not knowing that <laughs> I was an example, you know. Yeah, right. And one of the most stigma ways, and why is this young boy, like, like so smart that he's tripping about going and getting his his feet done. You get what I'm saying? So in a way, if you really look at it, he was really smart. And that's the pure pressure on these kids out there. So you get what I'm saying? So we really look depth into it on what how he was acting with his mother, you know, making him. Here it is, a mother. And that's what I was saying. It's so important that we have a, a young man or a man explaining hygiene because exactly that's the prime example you know for one why is this mother bringing this young boy to the nail shop and Pete she wasn't even getting her nails done or her feet done oh okay she was getting his so and we got the way she doing this to him was it, I'm just hypothetically speaking, I'm being a devil's advocate. Was she trying to punish him? Was she showing him, like we said, uh, the hygiene thing, you got bad feet, you're going to get your feet fixed? So, I don't know. It's kind of like we got to look at it in that level. Like, why was she doing this? Because she wasn't getting her feet done. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, education comes in, in different forms. You know, as women, we are... Our, we are our children's first teachers, so it's appropriate that she would teach him, her sons, about hygiene, or even daughters. You know, we teach our children about, you know, with survival techniques, of course, you know, hygiene goes beyond just, you know, getting your feet and nails done and keeping your hands clean, you know, washing your face, brushing your teeth. Um, taking baths on a regular basis, you know, it's like those are those are also different aspects of how we should look at hygiene as well. Right. So, you know, but what happens when, you know, students or kids do not have access to, you know, not only masculine hygiene products, but, you know, menstrual hygiene products as well. And there's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of um, the subjects become taboo because let's face it, when students are in school, they can be very cruel to one another. And if you don't have deodorant on or you haven't taken a bath or your clothes aren't clean, you know, students can be very, um, like I say, insensitive to another student's situation and it causes students to have adverse reactions um, like, you know, they they may not come to school, truancy might be an issue, or, you know, if you miss enough days out of school, then you won't graduate. So, you know, what we're doing here in Louisiana, we're providing menstrual and masculine hygiene uh, products for students. So, you know, we can uh, mitigate some of those barriers that causes them from attending school on a regular basis or um, just you know, just, you know, uh, graduating from college, I mean, from high school by, by just, you know, assisting them with some of the basic human needs that they need, that they, they should have on a regular basis. But, you know, everybody's situation is different because, you know, for those hygiene products, SNAP benefits and WIC does not cover hygiene products at all. So, uh, you know, when that's an out-of-pocket cost, and um, here in, in Louisiana, about 42% of, of, especially women of color, black women live below the poverty line. So you, you're talking about SNAP benefits and, and WIC covering costs of, base, of, of just food, but if they have to come out of their pockets just to pay for menstrual hygiene products or even masculine hygiene products, you know, they make a choice, you know. So uh, students tend to go to school. And what we're finding is that once uh, the students are in school, the counselors, the principals, teachers, 
they're the ones that are paying for uh, uh, these products and providing them for the students. So what we're doing with Network for Women now is that we're just assisting the school board with, you know, one of the issues that we can contribute to by alleviating some of the financial burden off of uh, parents and, and teachers and principals by providing what we call our BB bag. And that mother that you were talking about today um, a few minutes ago by taking her, her son to the um, to the salon to get their feet done, we call that umbibi, and that's a Swahili word that means grand motherhood. And we are nurturers. We are we are the teachers. We we provide the nourishment for our children. So you know we do it on so many different levels and so many different forms. And um, seeing that at its best, that's what Umbibi is all about. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we we've been we also when we looked at our motivation for you know why we are donating um, the Mbibi bag uh, to East Baton Rouge Parish school systems we we had several things that we were looking at. One was that we were looking at families that had more than one child in the home, especially menstruating girls. Um, there are a lot of um, research that goes into, you know, how girls are maintaining hygiene and reproductive health by having um, menstrual hygiene products where they can change them on a regular basis. They have clean underwear and uh, they understand how the products work. They are able to even time their, their cycles every month. So when they go to school, they will either have the products that they need, they will need, they, if they don't have them, they know the resources, where the resources are so they can go ask for the products. Or, you know, they just are able to understand their bodies a little bit better, but sometimes that doesn't always happen. And we know just by what we're talking about, the stigmatism and, and sometimes the cruelty, if, if if a girl soils her pants, you know, she, you know, can be publicly ridiculed before she even gets to the counselor or the teacher or to even ask them for something. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's embarrassing. So it, it creates this this situation where girls don't even want to talk about this, this this matter. But, you know, even the hygiene for the boys, you know, just because, you know, when they're going through puberty, their body changes, their pH balance changes. So, you know, just having deodorant and, and soap or, you know, even clean socks, and that's what the lady mentioned, um, we would, in our MBB bags, what we're doing, we're donating about 1,500 MBB bags, 1,200 for girls and 250 for boys who are taking hygiene classes. And that's about 30, 30 uh, different schools that are participating um, in these hygiene classes where the students will be able to understand not only you know, why hygiene is important, but when we donate these products, you know, if they have any questions, if they are not sure about certain things, there's a teacher, there's a professional there, which the classes are taught by nurses. These nurses are able to address these um, situations or these questions in the classroom. So in the girls, all in, all our, our in, on BB bags comes with toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, soap, and if we have hand sanitizers, uh, we do include those um, as well. For the girls, we're putting uh, menstrual pads, and for the boys, we're doing socks. And your caller alluded to that earlier about, you know, making sure that their their feet is clean. So we we are providing socks as well for for the students. Okay. Uh, you know, I was loving that. I'm bringing the guests, one of the guest uh, persons along that was speaking. And I'm sure she might have some more uh, uh, questions. Hold on just a moment. 
Hello, Miss Lucas. Hello. Yes. Uh, you're on the air live, and I'm sure that you might have some questions or, you know, just start a conversation because this is Company Politics Talk Radio. This is an open forum. Um, and maybe we can go ahead and collaborate a conversation, or maybe, you know, you might can collaborate with her about some things. Do you have any questions for the guest tonight? I do. I First of all, let me commend you in what you're doing. I think it's wonderful. Um, I truly wish that could be spread it throughout um, the uh, universe, really. So you're to be applauded for what you're doing. So my question to you is, um, of course, I'm here in California, and um, <clears throat> there's so many, of course, as any state's rules, regulations, and guidelines, et cetera, how did you get started or how would you recommend um, something of that nature to say? Because, you know, people, you know, it's so difficult to say here's a, a bag and yet they open it up. Of course, and it has, say, mouthwash soap, a, a fresh towel, a face cloth, et cetera, in it. But yet, you know, it's needed. Um, and especially for families with children and just those who are still homeless. So how I want to know, like, how did you get started and or what would you recommend to the, if there's anybody else out there listening as well? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I actually, when I launched Network of Women Now, my first project was in Tanzania. They asked uh, for uh, Network of Women Now to bring feminine hygiene products because they were starting a school for girls. And they wanted mm -hmm. to ensure that the girls were able to attend school as well. But I live in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So um, because uh, we are 501c3, I donate primarily mm -hmm. to other nonprofit organizations because they work closely with the schools or they work in the community. And the community is able to, you know, address these issues on a more mm -hmm. personal level because there may be some after school program. I've also donated supplies mm -hmm. to uh, battered women's shelters. Mm -hmm. um, just the, this pro this project, we're, we're, we are doing it for uh, the schools. And I like the idea of uh, addressing it through the school because the students that are, mm -hmm. are, are attending these classes, they're actually getting instruction as well as the bag. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, the 4-H Club, that is a national organization. Uh, you can go through them. But the, the thing is that we, we, we need to look at this subject a little bit differently. What we're doing, we, we, not only are we providing, you know, basic human needs to, to these organizations for, you know, everyone, not just, not just girls, even though Network of Women Now, we do focus a lot on issues around menstrual equity. But we also had to include boys as well because there's mm -hmm. really not much out there for the boys. So by mm -hmm. providing providing these um, products for everyone, we are, we are alleviating some of the financial burden off of some of these nonprofit organizations that uh, allows them to focus more on providing needed services like uh, therapy classes. There was um, in uh, Texas, we did um, a campaign for an organization that provided uh, MBB bags for girls who are survivors of sexual abuse. So mm -hmm. those organizations, when you look at them, um, you know, we're providing a service that kind of frees up the, the financial burden of, of providing these supplies. Now, I would say that um, for my organization and my research, um, menstrual drives can be very cumbersome. You have to rely on the you have to rely on the public for a lot of your um, uh, supplies. If you do not have like corporate sponsors, like Always or Cotex or you know whomever, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um, th that has to be planned in advance. And I would say any organization that wants to do this, that's fine. But at least give yourself two or three months in advance to uh, to collect the supplies that you need. 
or if you can, you know, like my organization, I do accept applications for um, any nonprofit organization that wants to uh, to ask for assistance. But mm-hmm. the goal of Network of Women Now is we have two initiatives. One is, you know, to end period poverty by advocating for disposable um, menstrual uh, hygiene products. But the other one is more sustainable. And we, mm-hmm. we need to look at uh, the sustainability component, like for girls, when you're talking about uh, menstrual products, um, it is more sustainable for them to have uh, period panties as opposed to disposable pads because, you know, they may not have the money every, every month. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of legislation going on right now. There's an organization called womenvoices.org, which they track bills that states uh, passed before Congress for uh, a menstrual equity product uh, a policy. So uh, just this year alone, there was like 168 bills that was passed through various states. And about 65 of them has passed already. But in Louisiana, um, Senator uh, Amy Friedman, she was trying to pass this um, this bill. I think it was HB 117, House Bill 117, where menstrual um, products were free in public schools, but they provided them in a bathroom or a place where the students would have access to them. So when I looked at it and did the math, I was looking at, okay, the Betsy board put out some uh, statistics that says that in uh, February 2023, there was 169,229 girls enrolled in public schools throughout Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And when I did the math on how many, how many days a normal period lasts for a girl, it's five to seven days. How many pads or tampons will a girl need on an average per year? That's between 500 and 505 pads. And um, Mm -hmm. what is the average cost? So when you look at it in in those terms, Louisiana, if that bill would have passed, Louisiana will have to collect, these are just for disposable pads, 85 million Mm -hmm. pads per year to supply the students Mm -hmm. at a cost of $33 million. And and the school, they actually thought the school was going to absorb that cost. So, um, yeah. So when I looked at that, I wanted to do something more sustainable. We only talk about tampons and pads, but there are other um, Mm -hmm. products like the period panties, which last if they they're washed properly and dried Mm -hmm. you know they will last three to five years okay okay uh i'm sorry because it's funny you you mentioned that i had never heard of that ever and how i became familiar with period panties was i had a Mm -hmm. friend whose daughter um became homeless and she didn't want to go back home, so we would check on her. And so she told me, she said, I mean, I met her, she said, well, Miss um, Linda, I have period panties. And I said, well, what is that? <laughs> I've never heard of it. And she said, and I'm sure, unfortunately, she wasn't cleaning them properly, but at least she had them. And mm-hmm. so I had never, ever, and I think we do need to be educated more on you know, mm-hmm. definitely if you can't get a hold of, you know, the pads or the, the tampons, either or. Wow. It's, wow. That's, you're, you're bringing up a subject that I, like I said, we just, we just need educating all the way around. I had never heard of it, ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are other products oh. like reusable pads. They're, they're the same. They you mm-hmm. uh, uh, if, if, if a, a woman had at least ten pads and again cleaned and mm-hmm. and uh, dried properly, they will last three to five years. So the, the disposable pad is what you know 
we're trying to say, well, wait a minute, we need to look at this a little bit differently because what if there's a, 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 a raw material shortage, which there is when it comes to tampons yeah. right now, there is a, shampoo, a tampon shortage. Yeah, yeah. So reason, mm-hmm. yeah, reason stands that, you know, for those people that are have used tampons and they don't have access to them, they will either go to other disposable products like the pads mm-hmm. or the period mm-hmm. panties or the cups, or whatever it is. So, um, what if there's yeah? What if there's a shortage and, and women do not have access to to just you know basic yeah. needs like you know menstrual hygiene mm-hmm. products? What do we do then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so and we don't want to. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I just I was just gonna say, and we don't want to tell our girls that we don't have the supplies that they need. Right, right, right. Wow. It's so, and like you said, I'm glad you also incorporated young men because, you know, boy, uh, it's so funny how we teach our children separately, but yet as a unit in the home, meaning we tell our boys, you know, oh, it's okay to be a little musty and da 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 da, yet, you know, our girls, of course, clean. But then as they grow, of course, we're like, uh-oh, uh, he didn't put deodorant on or he didn't brush his teeth properly or, you know, whatever. So I, I'm glad that you did mention young men because, as I stated, I was a foster parent and I chose to do boys. And the reason why I chose to do young men were was because of the same reason as your passion is for, you know, just hygiene, and period. I felt young men were being skipped over educational-wise. Um, hygiene-wise, um, grooming-wise. And no, you know, people have the wrong misconception of foster care, but if you have a good foster care um, parent, you know, hygiene was very, very important for me with my uh, young men. And, you know, I wanted them to have their hair cut. Um, I wanted them to come in the kitchen and cook with me. Um, I wanted them to wash their, understand the meaning of washing their hands every time they use the restroom and drying their hands and properly, you know, put lotion on your hands so that as you grow, you you became accustomed. And I can say that um, I've had a couple of them call me back and just say thank you. And not just for the, not the hygiene part, of course, but just thank you for life period of understanding. So um, in, in staying with the subject of hygiene, um, it, it was great to see this little boy, you know, in the chair and his mother was just smiling. I think she had two, if I'm not mistaken. One was sitting beside her, the other one, and he was just smiling and so happy, you know, to be to get his to get his, his feet done. And I think we do have to take the stigma off of these salons. Now they do have salons for men that uh, I know of one called Hammer and Nails, and that's in California. I'm sure there are plenty others, and you know, all over. But just getting our young men introduced to properly, you know, I guess, cleaning themselves, you know, and properly, you know, what do a man do uh, or a boy do? Of course, a boy can't do too much, of course, as, you know, as a young girl, but just cleaning and knowing how to clean, knowing how, you know, having toothpaste, um, mouthwash, um, what, and, and simple things, you know, I, like I realized what bacon soda can do. I realized what peroxide mm-hmm. can do, of course, under mm-hmm. the guidance. However, um, if you don't have certain things, so um, wow, that's very interesting. I, you know, wow, I wish that could be really spreaded without having um, government so involved on just handing a care package out. You know, right? And because it's so well, simple. So yeah, the other 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 thing I wanted to say about challenging, you know, uh, the community to step in where there's a need. Is especially when it comes to um, hygiene for boys. Now we know that at the beginning of the school year, boys need haircuts. They need to be groomed. Mm-hmm. They need to, you know, look fresh, funky, and fly when they step in the school. You mm-hmm. know, so some of these barbers, you know, we can challenge them and say, hey, you know, offer haircuts, free haircuts to some of these boys, or or at least discount the haircuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For for mm-hmm. for young men in your school system in your district because mothers young mothers especially you know parents 
are, are looking for, you know, places that they can take their kid to, um, to have their, just, just their haircut, mm-hmm. just a haircut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. that we can, can, we can rally around. Another thing that I have learned is that for like the hygiene for your, your oral hygiene, um, dentist, you know, if you're doing your supply mm-hmm. drive, dentists give away toothbrush, toothpaste, and dental floss in little packets, you know, ask them to donate, you know, to supply the, the, the kids with, um, with oral, oral hygiene products before school starts. And that was the mm-hmm. intent for the Mbibi bag mm-hmm. this time was to, to mm-hmm. provide these products for students before school started, but it just, you know, it, it didn't work out that way. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still uh, pushing to get more supplies for students because we, we are, we're going to reach more students. The other mm-hmm. issue is that, you know, um, parents who are incarcerated who want their children to finish high school, who want their children to, you know, to attend school and so they can make a better life for themselves, you know, we 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 looked at how how this issue affects them as well. And what we found here in Louisiana, and this is something I might be changing the subject a little bit, but I needed to say this. Is that right, well you're holding yeah, I got you, huh? Okay, so um, we have found in Louisiana that uh, nonprofit organizations was donating menstrual hygiene products to women in prisons. And once the products were in the commissary, the prisons were charging the women for the product. Mm. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's an organization, uh, Reverend Anderson, she, <laughs> she, she was not having it. So she championed yeah. the cause and she was like, I'm getting to the bottom of this. But, you know, for those parents who are incarcerated, you know, they may not be able to assist with financially supporting the kids. But, you know, that's one of the, one of the reasons why we can step in and because these are some extenuating circumstances where we can step in and say, hey, you know, here's an MBB bag for your child who's attending these hygiene classes and they will have the supplies that they need to take home with them. Right. So, but we challenge the community by participating, like the barbers and the dentist office. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the need is there, so it it helps us a great deal. So I have a question: Is there you know, any way that how people get in contact with you? Uh, email, website, phone number. Of course. Uh, the name of my organization, again, is Network of Women Now. Uh, my website is uh, networkofwomennow.org. We are a nonprofit organization. Uh, and my email address is info at networkofwomennow.org. And the emails come directly to me. So um, that's fine. And I'm really good at, at, at responding. So right now, you know, we're, we are running a campaign where we are running a campaign where uh, we're collecting supplies for um, for girls and boys for East Baton Rouge East Baton Parish. And what we're finding for twenty five dollars, we can supply one student with a boy or girl with everything that we talked about in that MBB bag, the the menstrual hygiene products or the the um, the socks. They come with toothbrush, toothpaste, uh, deodorant, and soap. So um, uh, you, on my website, there's um, um, ways that you can donate. And I challenge everyone. This is this is the perfect time. We are 501c3, so this is tax deductible. You can deduct it from your taxes because this is a donation, and we 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 need to do this. So um, there are organizations. There are, there are organizations all over the country that understands about period poverty and hygiene. So. But like I said, you know, Network of Women Now, we are international. 
but you know, I live here in the United States, so I do work all over the United States as well. And I have a, I have a, I have a question, and I can, like I say, do you have an app? An app? What kind of app? Yeah. What would you do? What would you do? Like you I, can I, get a I, I'm sorry. App. App. Like an app. Like actually have an app to process and there were people can go to your app and connect with y'all directly through the app. You can have videos on your app. Um, you know, to where instantly they can get in contact with your company and what's going on on a national where it's way bigger than international. It's just the world. The whole world can touch your app and get in contact with you through the app. Uh, no, I don't know about that one, but uh, <laughs> um, I do have a QR, a QR code on my website that it's for um, Amazon. We have an Amazon wish list if, um, for donations directly that comes directly to Network for Women Now. Um, we do have Venmo, uh, PayPal, Patreon as well, and Cash App. So I'm not sure about about the, the app that you're referring to. I mean, it's something that you can look into. And it'd make ten times more people involved. Okay. I mean, hey, I'm look. I'm always trying to innovate and keep <laughs> keep doing what we're doing now in the forefront. international, you know, international. So that app will let you just people from all over the world can touch you. All aspects of the app. What's the name? I don't. I don't even think I know a name. What is it? I said, I, 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 I love what you're doing. It's very unique, and you're very you. serious about what you're doing. Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, and I'm live tonight. A uh, person called all the way from Louisiana. That's what time is that out there? Let me see. It's nine thirty here. I guess it's about twelve thirty, eleven thirty out there. What time it's is it? It's eleven thirty. It's eleven thirty. I appreciate you being on the line so late in the evening. Um, I just hope that people can really uh, incognito listen to what's going on. If they want to get involved, I would love for you to announce how they get in contact with you again, because sometimes people miss it. And uh, when they listen to it, they can hear it a second time. So can you give out your information one more again, please? <laughs> of course. The name of my organization is Network of Women Now. Uh, my website is networkofwomennow.org. Uh, my email address is info at networkofwomennow.org. Uh, so, do and, you still uh, supply prisons with those packages? I'm sorry? Do you still supply the inmates in prison with those packages? Uh, I, I have not uh, supplied uh, women in prison. That's not one of my projects that I've done, but there are the organizations like the Power Pump Girls. They have done that. Um, they are in Baton Rouge as well, but they do some wonderful, they wonderful work uh, as far as menstrual equity um, um, here in, in, in Louisiana. So um, that is always a topic that you know is discussed on a regular basis. You know, this this is the other other period poverty. It's the same all over the world, except it looks different. You know, women here in America do suffer from uh, lack of access to period products, especially in the prison system, and especially when they are um, at the mercy of these corporate or private organizations that when we donate these products, you can't charge women. 
for the products and to get them for free. That is not acceptable. So, I'm sorry. I said that's really ludicrous on what they're doing in the prison system. But if no one talks about it, if no one sheds light on it, they will get away with it. So, you know, we're advocating, you know, for women and everything, women who are homeless, women in battered shelters, women, you know, who are, are, are single moms and, and fathers as well because, you know, that's another subject we never even address. What about fathers who are single parents and who have daughters who don't understand about menstrual hygiene and reproductive health? You know, there, we help organizations that teach classes uh, to men on how to address these issues when, when your daughter comes to you and says, hey, daddy, this happened today. How, how do I handle that? So we're also, you know, helping fathers, single fathers out there as well that, you know, doing the best that they can, but sometimes they just don't understand this particular subject. So there's organizations out there that they probably need to search for, you know, in their community or have access to, but, you know, there's, there's ways to, to get products to them as, as well, but, you know, the subject is you know, we can come about come at this from different ways. Can you um what is your data? How many people have you helped in the last the times that you've been doing this? Do you have a count on that? So my organization will be three years old on December second. So so far, um with what we're doing now, uh, we are distributing, have distributed uh, 3,210 bags, um, 13,573 pads, uh, sanitary pads, and 25,759 tampons. <laughs> so I'm kind of proud of that. I'm very proud of the work that we're doing. Yes, I'm very proud of the work, and 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 next year, you know, Network of Women, we we have projects that we're going to be doing abroad as well, and um, but next, the projects that we do are more sustainable because we're helping women. We donate sewing machines and uh, to make reusable pads, or the women want to take the classes uh, so they can learn a skill to sew, um, to bring in income by sewing, you know, uniforms for children or making, you know, uh, clothes for just everyday wear for people to buy. So we, we will be doing um, donations of sewing machines uh, abroad next year. So, like I said, period poverty looks different in different parts of the world. So here, you know, we're 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 looking at the BB bag as a as a means for supplying uh, uh, hygiene products. But abroad, you know, not that they don't ask for them, but you know, in some parts of the world, they don't know what a tampon is. You know, so we we have an application process where they tell us directly what they need, and that's how we address the issue. And uh, the sustainable part of it is the, um, the sewing machine, because the women are, are you know, in some countries, it's less than $2 a day just to work. But if they have the income, um, if they have a means of, of, uh, of getting generating income by sewing, learning uh, skills to sew, um, does help the community a lot better, and then they can send the girls and their boys to school as well. So. Wow! So you actually saying y'all trying to get a factory to, I, I don't know, to make the period panties? I'm sorry, I, I, I'm for some reason I'm barely You say y'all trying to make sewing machines and stuff so y'all can build factories, teach young ladies to be the uh, seamstress. Yeah, we, we tend to do it a, 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 you know, on small, smaller scales, do cooperatives where there's five to ten women. 
because we're, we're going to some of the remote places, uh, places in the world where, you know, they may not have electricity or they may not have, you know, running water, but, you know, they're, they're seamstresses, so they do beads and beat work and whatnot. So some of, they may not have access to going to some of the factories, uh, large scale factories. So they do stuff in their villages and, and on a on a much smaller scale. Okay. Yeah, because the, the, the villages. Are you are you referencing me? Uh uh no, it's another person on line three. Oh I they know who I'm talking to. I guess it's not gonna say that, but it's all good. It's comfortable. Thank you for listening. Hold on. Well you can be commended again. It's sounding a little like we're underwater. Menstrual health and hygiene classes in 
instruction for students as young as the third grade. Um, you know, the introduction of uh, uh, purchase of buying menstrual hygiene products or hygiene products with snap and assistance wigs, uh, package labeling, because we're finding that girls are, we're experiencing in irritation because the companies are not identifying the ingredients that are on the packages. Not all uh, products are made equal and uh, or organic, so there's some skin irritation as well. And um, we also looked at, um, you know, of course, uh, menstrual uh, toxic shock syndrome by using some of the pads. Um, and having sales uh, tax exemptions for uh, Mr. Hines' products. So those are those are just some of the uh, those are just some of the bills that are that are introduced that has been introduced just in this year alone. But the other thing is that we have to remember that the current period hardly is something relatively new. Uh, it only showed up in the medical books in like 2016, but the, 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 the menstrual equity and period you know, has really been around for a long time, but this is something that is different now. But uh, this is a this is a, a struggle that's been going on for a very long time. But we're not even talking about you know, other parts of the production system that, that normally that, that comes with um, you know, especially women. Like we're not talking about ovarian cancers or uterine cancers or breast cancer or anything like that. But if a girl is, does not have the proper proper, uh, you know, hygiene products that she needs, she will, you know, be forced to other, other things like old rags or, you know, things that are not very hygienic and uh, there's an uptick in like uh, bacterial infections and, uh, and if she's not treated, I mean, that can cause reparable damage to, you know, her, her
try to mm-hmm. make things happen with where you at in your town because there's a lot of homeless youth out in that area mm-hmm. in the uh, Antelope Valley. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have any uh, last words you'd like to say, uh, my special guest that I will be in the show in about four more minutes. Okay. Um, I would just like to say that we are still uh, currently collecting uh, hygiene products for both boys and girls with a donation of $25. We will be able to you know, reach our goals. Um, we provide uh, no baby bags with soap, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant. For the girls, we put menstrual hygiene pads. And for the boys, we put socks. So, um, you know, those donations are, 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 are vital to us reaching more students. Um, if anyone would like to participate and, and donate, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And thank you, Lorenzo, for having me on to talk about this subject because I think it's very important for us to be, you know, advocates for, for students because we understand as adults how in the real world, you know, it. It, it's not always a pleasant place to be. So, um, but we want to at least give you know students a fighting chance to go out in the world and be all that they want to be and live their life to the fullest. So that's that's basically what I'm doing. And with your help, I know it, it'll be successful. So thank you once again for having me on the show. Uh, you know you can come back anytime. Uh, if you'd like to do it, <laughs> thank you. And we can just, you know, write some type of, uh, like some type of curriculum up where we can actually basically start educating on comfort politics and make this a major factor in what we need to talk about. You know, just don't talk about it once. Sure. And, you know, and when I come to California, we will definitely work together. I, 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 I you know, if there's any projects out there that you want to collaborate on, I am more than happy to do that. Okay. Like I said, we got Tiff on the line. Okay. She's not going to say anything. But also you have Amanda um, Lucas, that's a team player, too. Very knowledgeable, very well educated. She's a person to get with. We're going to collaborate with her, too. Um, okay. Like I said, I just wanted to take a minute. Do you have any more questions, Ms. Lucas? Do you have any more questions or anything you'd like to say before I end the show, just out of respect? Oh, no, I just think it was a very interesting show and um, a struggle of information. And once again, I thank you and keep up the good work. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you. Good night. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics, Mondays, late night, after 7.30. I love this show. Lovely. I mean, if you want to call back next week, you know, we're going to talk and talk until we're going to get people to get it. And that's how we get people to catch on to what's going on. We show people that we're serious, they get serious. And that's the whole thing about it, you know. It's about consistency. When a person says that you're really serious, then I think that's how we can get a lot of help for you from the West Coast. You got my full support, and I'm sure you have Miss Lucas' full support, and you have Tiffany's full support. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for this connection and making my show powerful with this powerful information. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.